What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. going on everybody brian k james here and i'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by outlander media network outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web from the farthest reaches invading your space we appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner outlander I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I'm, I am Brian K. James and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They're a recording artist with dope lyrics and sex appeal to match and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, Gay Ron. How are you doing, gent? I'm doing so good. <laughs> good, good. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you making some space in your calendar and taking my call today. Of course. Sweet. Now, before we get into it, what are you most looking forward to from 2023? I want to see like a lot of growth for myself. A lot of growth. And just, you know, um, good things, honestly, during, because, okay, it's been a very hard time for everybody, but I feel like with this year, we could really push ourselves, you know, take advantage of what you have and just use what you got to better yourself in whatever direction that you think is good for you. So, um, but to be honest, for myself, I just want to see growth, you know, make a better for myself than the years before and meet new people. Absolutely. Would you say that growth is more so channeled into your own personal experience and your own personal journey? Or would you say you're looking more so for growth for your music? I would say with both, within my music and within myself, like just my everyday 
day-to-day life, honestly. Um, but for my music, I could hear the growth from when I first started. So I know that's, it's going well. <laughs> I love that. Now, what are you most looking forward to leaving behind in 2022? Um, well, <laughs> that's a good question, actually. I want to leave like a lot of my bad habits that I've always brought into the other years. So what I want to do this year is finally let go. And I feel like with this album that I am making, it's a good way for me to express myself in order to like heal, if that makes sense. Absolutely, that makes sense. So for the people who don't know, inform my audience, who is Gay Ron? Gay Ron. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that like, I- I'm a big gamer. I love video games. So the way like my name came up, I was playing Fortnite. <laughs> but, you know, there was, you know, if you are a gay gamer and you play video games online, you always come across like these homophobic people, stuff like that. But there was these guys that actually were making fun of my my name because it used to be Aaron on um, my PlayStation. Mm. But uh, they were like, oh, gay Ron. And I'm like, hold on. I was like, that's actually a really good name. So I wanted to have my name as G-A-Y-R-O-N. But that name was taken. But I really wanted to have Gay Ron. So I finally found the name that I have, I currently have. And um, I fell in love with it. I kind of used like the hatred towards positive, honestly. But I feel like the name kind of grew for like all my platforms, for like my gaming um, and my music. So like, I, I don't know how I really stepped into music, but like I've always been around it within like my family and stuff. And I really didn't have like a name, if that makes sense. But I would say like my uncle, who I was very close with and he kind of like helped raise me. Uh, he kind of like taught me with like producing and as well as writing music. He is an underground hip hop artist. So um, I kind of just like, I, I don't know. I kind of felt like closer to him, you know, within like the music. My grandpa, he does rock and roll. I liked it, but it's really not like my taste of music, but I don't hate it. So, um, yeah, Gayron, I, I don't know how the game or how the name like really came about, but I just, <laughs> it kind of just, I just went with the flow with it and then just made a name for it. Absolutely. Now, I know you can't remember exactly when you discovered music, but do you remember the moment that you discovered your voice? That's the other thing. I used to be really, like, insecure about my voice. Um, I would definitely say, like, with my gaming, I know you're we're talking about my music, but my gaming helped me build, like, a lot of confidence within myself. And I used to edit my videos, so I would have to hear myself over and over and over again. And I would kind of, like, play with my voice a little bit and um, I started to like fall in love with it 
as well as listening to like Nicki Minaj, how she could um, play with her voice. And, you know, that's kind of like what I was doing was just like playing with my voice a lot. And I just started to love it more. Nice. What do you think it was about gaming that unlocked your confidence? The gaming, I would definitely say like within the community, our community is like very, very loving, you know, very acceptable. And um, I would have like a lot of people come in and tell me like how funny I am or how entertaining and, you know, stuff like that. And I kind of would just make music for fun at that time. Like I would kind of make like those meme music. And I started, I was like, okay, let me just take this a little more serious so people could kind of see like what I can give off. And it honestly just started from that. I love that. Can you describe the moment that you knew you were talented? You know, (laughs) growing up, I always pretended like I was going to be like a celebrity, like I wanted to be famous. So I don't know if I knew I was talented, but I always had people around me say something like, oh, you know, maybe you should start doing this because you you could do that or you could pull it off. But I'm kind of like a loner, like I kind of like to be by myself. So I feel like within my gaming and playing like music on the side, I felt like, yeah, I'm, I probably do have talent. And the more I kept doing it, you know, I started to feel more confident. And um, when I would release a song, I would have some people message me or people in general just tell me like, thank you. And telling me like how I help them, even though like some of my songs are more just like, cockiness and stuff like that I do have a couple that is more like serious but I like to make cocky music I don't know why but I feel like within those types of music it helps people feel like something that they're missing you know to boost their ego or something like that I agree 100 percent um what were your actual dreams growing up that you can remember? And do you think you were nurtured growing up or did you have to be your own cheerleader? Um, <laughs> I haven't really had like a perfect life. My mom, she honestly raised me. Mm-hmm. And my dad, he really hasn't been a part of my life. But I feel like that pushed me a little bit because growing up with my dad he really didn't like me to do the things that I do now you know and I'm not trying to bash him but you know it's just like I feel like that kind of like pushed me into a direction that like you know stuff that I really love to do or that I enjoy doing he wouldn't be supportive of that and my mom she honestly like let me do whatever you know as long as I'm just being myself you know But uh, I guess you could say like, I was kind of like my own cheerleader because Mm -hmm. at the end of like high school, (laughs) I dropped out, but um, I was kind of like on my own. I got kicked out. 
I didn't have no job. And then I started living with other people and I kind of got sick and tired of like living that style or that lifestyle. I was really, really lost, if you want me to be honest. I didn't like do my gamings at that time. Um, I didn't make music at that time. And uh, I, I felt very alone. And a lot of people don't know about that. Or a lot of people don't know about that of me. <laughs> so, um, you know, I feel like throughout the years, I wanted to make a difference and make a change because I didn't, I didn't like the direction that I was heading. And um, eventually I was able to get a job to help me get on my feet and then um, save up some money to get my own place. And honestly, from there on, like, that's the journey. That was a journey that helped me be independent and start learning about adult life like really early because I was on my own since 17. Mm-hmm. I'm 25 now, so. Nice. Totally it was good. long. <laughs> Absolutely. I totally relate to that, actually. Um, what do you think that low point in your life where you were homeless, where you were, you know, bouncing around trying to figure it out and like get back on your feet? What did those times in your life, how did that impact the person that you became now at 25? Like, what did that contribute to who you are now and the artist that you're becoming? I feel like what that did was teach me early about certain things in life, the people who are around you, the people who really are down for you. And um, I feel like it shows me like a lot of true colors because when you are at your lowest point a lot of people i'm not saying people are selfish but a lot of people are doing their own thing and the thing about me is like even if i'm at the lowest i still help out people but i feel like that's a bad habit of mine you know and um i'm not saying everybody's the same but most of the people who i met a lot of people were not there for me and I felt like that pushed me to kind of like show them like, okay, well, <laughs> I could do it. You know, I once I'm there, like, bye. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but I felt like it just pushed a lot more independence and confidence within myself. I know exactly what you mean. Um, I went through a lot of the same experiences as you where I didn't have a lot of... Um, family support yet it was you know a lot worse for me but we won't get into that um but I definitely relate to your story and feeling like you know this situation even at your lowest you know still allowed you to be helpful to others but also taught you how to be there for yourself in the process where you feel like people around you should have been and so so I commend you for taking that approach instead of letting that lack of support take you over yeah now i know you say that you weren't creating music or gaming during this time period but did you have certain artists or certain songs or certain music that helped kind of get you through that time um i would definitely say like a lot of rihanna (laughs) mind you growing up my dad would not let me listen to rihanna he said that he said a lot of things about her and I wasn't allowed to listen to her. My mom, however, would let me listen to a lot of Rihanna 
uh, pop music was definitely big when I was a kid. So um, I don't know. I feel like her music helped me in a lot of ways. Everybody at school knew me as that big Rihanna fan. I used to make like a lot of edits of her. I had a Rihanna fan page. Um, I was just a really, really, really big <laughs> Rihanna fan. But uh, I would definitely say like Rihanna helped me a lot within like her confidence, her her cadence, her fashion. It was more, I liked her I don't give a fuck attitude because that's what she gives off. Nice. I love that. Tell me about your writing process and how you go about creating your music and what you take from your personal journey and channel through your pen. So like my writing process, I'm, <laughs> I kind of just l- write a lot of notes on my phone. Mm-hmm. So like, I have like, like, I kind of like talk to myself. I don't know if that's weird, but like sometimes when I'm just zoning out, I just think about certain things. I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I think like a lot of sentences and I'm like, oh my God, that's a really good one. So I like try to write it on my phone. Even if I'm at work, I will pull out my phone whenever I can and put that down on my notes so I don't forget it. And um, I'll kind of like tweak it. I'll kind of like make my own beat in my head and uh, try to go with that rhythm or just make it make sense, you know? Uh, It kind of like varies. If I'm really in the mood to write, it's weird, but it's usually always before like I take a shower. (laughs) I kind of like write, there's a couple of songs that I made um, I'm that bitch and baddest. I've actually wrote those two songs like below four hours, and those are actually before I was gonna take a shower. But I was like really, really feeling the music, and I know if I'm really in the mood, I could make a beat or write my own music like below 24 hours, to be honest. So, uh, I would definitely say like what pushes me though and what motivates me a lot is I I'm gonna mention Nicki Minaj a lot but I love her her style I love her raps I love her bars her double entendres like everything about her um I'm really inspired I feel like her music really pushed me to like push myself and um that's something that I like take for granted a lot. I totally understand that. Speaking as a fellow artist, um, Nicki Minaj is the reason why I picked up a pen in the first place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, like it's like for the people that know me, for the people who have listened to this podcast, if you need an example, go back and listen to my episode with Rico with a K, where we go into a full-blown 30-minute Nicki Minaj tangent. <laughs> um, <laughs> we spend half an hour just talking about Nicki Minaj. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but yeah, she's the reason why I, you know, decided to actually rap in the first place. She's mm-hmm. the reason why I started writing lyrics, you know. She was the first time I saw a rapper who was intelligent 
and focused more on wordplay than braggery mm-hmm. but it was just like there was just a whole different vibe and then on top of that she rapped about shit that I related to yeah. so it was okay I understand this woman and I understand the way that she speaks she's intelligent she knows the difference between a dictionary and a thesaurus I live yeah. for her mm-hmm. um so yeah I can totally um relate to that influence she's definitely you know I you know she's been saying for 15 years that all these girls is her son and I'm <laughs> one of the sons out here yes um, and I'm, I'm definitely one of them good morning I'm not mad at that <laughs> that um do you remember your first 16 uh honestly like I said I was very alone growing up Mm-hmm. Like, I w- okay, I would definitely say, like, in school, I was, like, in, quote, popular. I was big. I was known. Uh, but I feel like more towards high school, I kind of, like, shifted from that. I don't know what it was. I feel like once I came out, there was a lot of me accepting myself. Sure. And um, I, I don't know. I, I felt really alone. I moved to, uh, mind you, I'm from like a really, really small city. Mm-hmm. So I moved to California in LA or by Downey. I went to Downey High School out there and um, seeing like that huge change from like where I'm from, there's not a lot of people here. And um, there was so many like different like cultures, different types of people. There was so many things in California that I haven't really seen from where I'm at. And it taught me a lot. And um, I don't know, like, (laughs) I, the first day when I did go to high school, there was this kid in my class that was like, um, hey, do you want to hang out with us? And I told myself, whoever asked me to hang out with them, I'm gonna hang out with them. <laughs> so mm-hmm. once I hung out with him, you know, he started uh, he started to show me all his friends, and you know, it went on from there. And um, I would definitely say like more of like my freshman year, that's when I knew I was gay. I just kept it to myself. Mm-hmm. And um, this girl in my other class, she actually told me she was like, "There's this one guy that thinks you're cute, blah blah blah. He's gonna meet up with you, or he's gonna like walk up to you, whatever." And, um, you know, just be nice. I'm like, okay. So I'm walking to my other class and this guy actually does come up to me and he's like, oh, hey, my name's uh, Alexander, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not gonna lie, I was a bitch. (laughs) I was like, who are you? Like, you know, like, I was like, who are you? (laughs) And um, he was like, oh, can I walk you to class? And I'm like, sure. Mind you, I'm just like buried to myself. I didn't really know how to like talk to people. So uh, he did walk me into my class and eventually he uh, gave me his number. We texted and um, we kind of hit it off and boom, I just posted a picture of me and him and I was in a relationship. Also was coming out. (laughs) I love that story. (laughs) (laughs) Because... You know, my coming out story was kind of similar, but also very different. Like, my coming out story had nothing to do with a boyfriend. Um, (laughs) So, lucky you. Um, But um, (laughs) I did not, like, literally, 
the whole coming out on social media thing touches home for me because that's mm-hmm. literally how I came out except you know back in my day <laughs> I literally just changed my status on Facebook really no actually it was MySpace okay shit I wish I I came out on MySpace. (laughs) I came out on Facebook. (laughs) I am vintage as fuck. My ass (laughs) and literally just changed my, um, what you call it, from straight to gay. Didn't even stop at bisexual. No time. So let me ask you a question. I know you're interviewing me. Go Um, for it. So when you did post that, like, first of all, like, what was your reactions? And what was everybody's response towards that um i think that people knew what was up but they one second (laughs) you're fine i think that people knew but i don't think people thought that i would ever actually come out i think that people just thought that i would just date girls and not be (laughs) <laughs> yeah, even though I yeah. lobby. Um, so I think that. Hold on. <laughs> You're fine. So sorry. My dogs are acting a pure crackhead fool right now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyway, people knew. People probably never thought I would come out and people also never really questioned me either like they never really were like well are you gay are you gonna come out are you gonna da 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 I was always just kind of myself because I was always like the weird person in school like I was you know the guy that was claiming that he was straight but only listened to Grace Jones yeah that so when it happened I don't feel like anyone was surprised at me coming out I think they were just surprised that I actually did it yeah. Um, do you remember? Do you remember what year you came out? It was two thousand six. Oh, okay. Into my year of high school. Yeah. So I, I definitely know, like, our, during that time, being gay was really not like acceptable as now. I would say. So no, I'm- like. Now, like back when I was in school, you were still bullied for for for, mm-hmm. for gay. People thought you were weird. People thought you know people you know called you names or whatever. People actually cared. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays people don't give a shit. They're like, oh, so you're making fun of them for being gay for what? Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay, sure. Um, but yeah, it was. It just kind of was what it was. Um, I think that it. For me, it was unspoken for so long. And then once it finally was spoken, it was like, oh, okay, well, now we don't have a question mark by your name. It's like, now we know, but you're the exact same person you were before. Yeah. Really weird. Um, Do you remember the first lyrics you ever wrote? I honestly don't remember. If I was to look through my phone, I could probably pull up like a first lyric. I like to write a lot of my lyrics on my phone. I'm not gonna lie. Same. My notes is filled, like it is so unorganized. <laughs> uh, my first song that I did was Copyright, 
that was mm. my first song that I released. It sounds like shit, not gonna lie. Compare, like I could honestly redo it and make it sound a lot better. But copyright, <laughs> I was very cocky. And plus during that time, like I did not have no beef in quote with people. Mm. I just like to make a lot of cocky music. I don't know what it is. I just like to talk my talk. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, when I did release that song, some person felt like it was directed towards them. Mm-mm. And um, I said, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> it's not. Trust me. And um, I don't know. It's a long story from that. But uh, they started to make music. Mind you, I've been, my first album is all instrumental. I, I the making of that album was in 2016 through like 2017 it was like a two year span and um I was in a relationship during that time it was I will say even though that relationship was one of the worst ones that I've ever been through it did teach me a lot and I would express myself in the instruments and that album it's it gives off that sad vibe you could tell and there was this one guy that did hit me up and he messaged me on soundcloud he said that he really loves my music if he could jump on one of the beats that i made and i was like sure and i was listening to his music and i fell in love with his lyrics like it was very very deep he's not like i don't know what what type of rapper you would put him in but he he definitely was proud of his work and um he sent me the music back and i was like holy shit like (laughs) you came up with that from this beat that i made like it it was amazing and um he did tell me he said that he believes in me and he said that he could see a lot more so uh once i did release my album which is very unplanned I didn't think I was going to release an album. I would just make beats. And there was a day when I just summed up all the songs together that felt right with me. I took a picture. (laughs) I also love to Photoshop. I love art. Anything with art, I will most likely fall in love. But um, I put on like one of these clothes, one of this bright ass yellow jacket, one of these shorts. And I took a picture on my bed. And then I just kind of like blurred my face out and um, kind of like made the image kind of empty, but something. And it was on from there. And <laughs> it was very unplanned with like my EP as well, but there was something about me always like taking my face off. I don't know what it was, but at the time I'm guessing how I'm looking at it. I guess I was just kind of like insecure about how I look by having my music out there. Mm-hmm. I didn't want people knowing that I made music, but at the same time, like, I didn't, I was very, like, like, oh my God, are people going to like what I put out? Are people going to like this? Are they not? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there was just a day where I just said, fuck it. But I feel like the art speaks for itself uh, with the instruments. And I only had one feature on my album. I absolutely love that. Um it's crazy how our stories parallel in certain ways because you're making me think about when I released my first mixtape a couple years ago 
um it was something that was planned but not planned like mm-hmm. it was a project that i had been working on for a really long time i had the cover art done a long time ago it was all of this and all of that but a lot of things ended up changing because i released it in like early 2020 right yeah hearing that year says enough but <laughs> <laughs> but in but I had a whole plan for releasing the project and all of that. I had like things set up, visuals I was planning on recording, like all type of shit. And then it just all kind of went to shit. And then COVID happened. Like it went to shit and then COVID happened. So it was yeah. like, so I can't even blame it on the pandemic. But I just ended up releasing it kind of like without it being fully mastered, without it being fully like, you know, mixed and mastered and like, oh, of that stuff because I just felt like I had a message a message that was so important to get out that I had to put the music out regardless so I just kind of compiled the songs that were most completed and put them out um down to me sort of showing my face but not showing my face like the cover of my mixtape is like a digital uh creation of my face from two different pictures that were put together it's a weird situation but it was (laughs) but it was just all just very kind of like this is what was supposed to happen but we're gonna flip this right now and now this is what's gonna happen so i'm just gonna put it out and do it because it has to come out now Mm -hmm. that might just have to do with us being virgos because you're also a Virgo. oh yeah actually that's crazy and (laughs) that's the first name of my album mm-hmm. is Virgo and I felt like like I said it was very unplanned and I didn't know what to name it but listening to all the songs I was just like Virgo <laughs> like I wasn't really much into horoscopes but I felt like that was just the perfect title for it and um, I feel like with Virgos even though people think that we're crazy you know this this and that i feel like we really are those people that help others before we help ourselves but also like the only way we can get crazy is is like (laughs) like we want you to do better you know we want you to be great like we could see that potential but you don't allow yourself to do that and i feel like that upsets a lot of us who is in the Virgo category and um you know like I feel like just don't test them honestly because even though we're quiet I feel like we could spark one day so I agree 10 million percent <laughs> I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, every Virgo <laughs> I know is the same way and <laughs> down to the famous ones like 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 my birthday is the day after michael jackson's and it's three days before beyonce's and Period. <laughs> i relate <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the realest thing you've ever written um well so far i'm currently writing for my second album Mm-hmm. This time, like I said, my first album, it's all instrumental. And at that time, I was insecure about my voice. Uh, the second album, I just been finding beats that I feel like I've been connected to and just write off from there. Um, but 
I would say like with the second album, I've expressed myself vocally a lot. As much as like there's the the fun music or the just, you know, the music that you hear now. But I feel like I've spoken more about like me that people really didn't know of in my second album. Nice. Do you have a projected timeline for the record or when you plan on releasing it? I plan to release it this year. I feel like I have a lot of songs that are in the vault that I'm accepting, <laughs> but I don't know like the release for it, but I do want to put it out this year. Nice. What do you think is a more true representation of your artistic expression? Your beat making or your lyrics? I feel like with my lyrics, people could hear me more. A lot of people don't listen to like instrumental music. I, however, I love instrumentals. I love I used to always listen to like lo-fi music, especially, I don't know, it like helps calm me down or just to kind of like think. But it, I don't know, like I feel like if I was to speak out, people could listen to me more. Instrumentals, I feel like that's for people who really like take music into consideration. Like they could listen to that type of music and not be bored of it. Some people will listen to it and be like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, <laughs> so I feel like there's two types to listen to that instrumental or just people who have their voice on a beat. For sure. What do you think is one of your songs that you would recommend for my audience to instantly get to know you? I feel like <laughs> I've released like two songs of last year. Mm -hmm. um to hear like who i am to listen to like something that's serious i would definitely say greed greed is i actually made that beat and um that is me rapping on it i feel like with that song specifically it was more about questioning myself and then realizing who i am as a person i love that if you could write a verse or a song for anyone in the world, and in fact, I'll spread that question out and include beat making as well, since you're levels and levels of talented. If you could create music for anyone in the world, who would it be? And why is it Nicki Minaj? I feel like <laughs> I would love to make a beat for Nicki Minaj, first of all. Like, who wouldn't? Um. But I feel like I would love to make a beat with Doja Cat. I feel like me and her relate a lot in a way. And um, I feel like if I was to make a song with her or even produce a beat with her, it would be so fun because I feel like me and her could be on that same level. Nice. So. Now, I absolutely love that. I definitely feel like you could have a whole vibe with Doja. That mm -hmm. would be yes. <laughs> I fucking love Doja Cat. And to find out that she was a gamer and all this shit, I, I feel like I could relate to Doja a lot in a way. 
I I actually agree with that a lot. When you said meme music, the first thing I thought about was Moo. So <laughs> there you go. Full circle. I'm dead. <laughs> now, who's in your top five? And you can choose either rappers, producers, a, a, a combination of both, both genres. But who are the top five people that inspire you on either side? I would definitely say Rihanna, Nicki Minaj, Doja Cat. Um, I would, oh, or if we're asking like my top five, I would definitely say Rihanna, Nicki Minaj, Doja Cat, Kendrick Lamar, and J. Cole. Like those are my top five personally. Dope. <laughs> I'm glad that you answered the uh, the uh, question like that because I'm never asking who is the top five. I'm always asking who is your personal top five <laughs> because people people choose their top five so differently, and so people get so confused on why is this person in your top five? Why is that person in your top five? And it's like I choose my top five not even necessarily based on. Uh, greatness sales whatever whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. well for me it's more so about personal impact on me as a person or an artist so if you influenced me or if or if i or if i just connect to your story connect to you and you have good music then it all kind of comes full circle Mm -hmm. so yeah dope top five by the way thank you (laughs) of course what are your thoughts on the current state of hip-hop the current state, I would definitely say it's very repetitive. Mm. Um, I'm not like a big hip hop head. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I've been raised around that, um, you could hear that. Obviously, hip hop is like one of the biggest genres now. But um, I feel like a lot of people come in, try to make like some quick cash or get noticed real quick and then kind of like leave it if that makes sense absolutely that's all i think that hip-hop music is today is people who are coming in to get their bag and they 15 minutes and they gonna hit it Mm -hmm. they gonna create some merch they gonna start a podcast they gonna go off and find somebody rich they gonna you know do whatever they do and then they're gonna find a ticket out Mm -hmm. i ain't i ain't calling no names even though these even though the the example that I gave sounded real specific anyway <laughs> we'll move on from that <laughs> describe the moment that you feel like you will have made it as an artist I feel like once I make it more people will reach out so I feel like what I'm doing now is more just like playing the game like just being who I am as well as opening myself up to other people who are in the same boat as me if that makes sense but I I don't I don't really know like when you make it I feel like I feel like when you make it that's when you have like paparazzis outside your door and like like to me that's when you make it (laughs) so yeah I dig that can you speak to the influences that your father and your grandfather had on you as an artist today? If there is any. I feel like 
they helped me in a way even though they were not here for me mm-hmm. so you know big shout out to them sure. <laughs> um but you know like like i said i don't have no hate or anything towards that i just feel like it did mold me into a person of who i am today and that's like you don't need approval from anybody all you need is to approve yourself and if people fuck with that those people could tag along Okay. I'm here for that. What do you think music is missing right now? I feel like what music is missing is fun, but also like some seriousness. So, like I said, people are just stepping into the music just to make a quick money and then dip. But I honestly do love music. I feel like music is very healing for anybody. Whatever type of mood you are in, you can find that in any types of music. It is a language for everybody. So um, I just feel like right now, <laughs> it has to do with TikTok. I don't know what it is about TikTok, but TikTok is the one way to blow up. And then it, it's like a quick 15 minute fame with that. But I don't know, like, I feel like what people need to do is put more consideration into into music, like more love into it. Um, people who write, like, there's a lot of writers out there that don't really get those big hits, like the people who have music written for them. And those people who have music written for them, they don't really care for music like that. They just want their voice on it and boom, that's it. I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly, actually. God, music sucks right now. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to play a quick game with me? Sure. You've heard of this or that, right? (laughs) I think I... (laughs) Okay, well, it it sounds familiar, but... Okay. What do you have to do? What's the rules? Basically, I'll give you two choices between this or that, and then you'll choose which one is more your preference, basically. Okay. Okay. Buy jewelry or buy property? I would buy property. Okay. Get your body done or stay natural? Okay, well... (laughs) There are no... I would love, I I love my natural body, but don't get me wrong. Like I would love to touch up a few things here and there just cause, but yeah. Go for it. There are no wrong answers here. (laughs) Sign to a label or stay indie? I would sign to a label, but that is a very tricky thing. I feel like you would really have to know like that label. You don't want to be stuck in something and not get nothing from it. So, I mean, a good way to blow up is signing up to a label. But I have a lot of respect for the indies. I agree with that. Do you prefer a song with lyricism or do you prefer a song that's just talking shit? Both, if you want me to be honest. (laughs) I do enjoy some of the dumb music. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I love the stupid shit. Um, but 
I do have a lot of respect for their lyricism because how could people come up with that? You know, like I'm so blown away by people who uh, some of the rappers that I see on like my Instagram, people who are not big. And if I was to listen to them, I would think they are already at that stage, but they're not. And um, I, I just have a lot of respect for people who write their music. I'm sorry. Do you? Same. Would you rather have a rapper for the feature or get a singer? I would get a rapper, but at the same time, <laughs> I do enjoy singers too. Like, I I, I, I like both, you know? I, I really like both. Sure. <laughs> would you rather be in a group or stay a solo artist? I'd be solo. I love that. Nobody, I've asked yeah. that question. <laughs> Nobody wants to make the band, bitch. They, they, they like, absolutely not, bitch. We don't do Diddy Kane over here. <laughs> Please. This is not the band. We are not doing it. <laughs> don't say, get me wrong. I would love to be in a group, but I feel like that always turns out in a really opposite direction when you are in a group. So I just, I don't want to be in that whole mess. <laughs> I'm right there with you on that. Would you rather go on tour or would you rather have a residency? I would love to go on tour. Love that. Sexy video or serious video? <laughs> I keep choosing both. Like, I would definitely do a serious video, but still show some sex appeal. Okay. I dig that. Very Ashanti realness. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's her whole bag okay. uh, <laughs> love that would you rather win a Grammy or win a BET award I'm not really for awards mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like awards nowadays are just you know it's my conspiracy but I feel like they're either bots or to kind of discredit somebody so I mean, that's a pretty popular opinion. Yeah. Especially <laughs> with the way that this year's Grammy nominations worked out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't really... I'm not gonna lie. Ever since, like... I mean, Grammys always snubs people. But I feel like a lot of people nowadays base Grammys off of, like, their success. And there's, like, there's a lot of hardworking artists that I feel like deserve a Grammy or a BET, but like they don't get it. I, I don't know. It's there's a lot of behind the scenes shit, so absolutely. Would you rather have a feature for your single or would you rather release it as a solo song? I would love to release like it it varies. Like I, I love music, so like if I was to release a song by myself, I would do that. But if I really felt like this song needed some extra spice or some more character to it, then you know I wouldn't mind having a feature for a single. Hmm. Would you rather release a mixtape with original music or an old school Jack and for Beats tape? Hmm. I've never really done like a mixtape before mm-hmm. but I feel like if I was just to do something like that I would definitely do it okay 
do you think you would create it with all new beats that you created yourself or or do you think you would go back and spit over some of your favorite beats that that were already out i feel like i'd probably do both i would love to go back and fix certain things that i hear that felt like needed and i would of course love to um make new beats and show like my progress on that too Okay. Totally dig that. Release an album or release an EP? I need to release an album. So <laughs> I keep releasing singles or just music. So I need to release an album. So definitely that. <laughs> Absolutely love that. <laughs> Last one in the game is would you rather release a turn up song or an emotional song? I have too much uh, sad shit, so definitely a turn up. Love that. Okay, so with that being said, you're working on the new project. Is this digital, is this the digital illusion cover that I saw? Yes, but... (laughs) I feel like there was a but coming. (laughs) Give it to me. You know, like... I... uh that I I took my time on that cover but at the same time like I feel like it's missing something so there's this other person that is gonna um do some stuff with it that I've shared my ideas to and um I'm excited to see like what he comes up with it for the album cover it's gonna be that cover I just feel like it's missing something so I feel like once he does what he does boom it's, nice. it's gonna do that touch to it so kind of like how Travis Scott's Astro World cover was missing Amanda Lahore yeah got it definitely <laughs> <laughs> if you could choose a classic song to remake right now what song would it be and why hmm. I feel like if I was to make a classic song I'm gonna have to do my girl Rihanna. Okay. Something that I've always loved and listened to a lot and <laughs> don't hate me, but like it's it was a big song that like helped me be who I am. But I literally played Live Your Life, uh Rihanna featuring uh, or is it JT featuring Rihanna? I don't even know. But Rihanna, I just say that's a Rihanna song to be honest. <laughs> so I would love for like to have that beat like mixed up and be able to sample it or whatever. Okay. Shout out to Ti. <clears throat> <laughs> Put together your dream tour. If somebody dropped a bag on you right now to put together your ultimate tour, mm-hmm. who are the artists that you're taking on the road with you? Okay. I definitely want some big artists, but I feel like there's a lot of people who don't have that appreciation. I would definitely say Jaylene. I love Jaylene. He was featured on uh, my Shake That song. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a really, 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 really dope ass rapper, first of all. 
um but i feel like he's a dope ass artist as well like he he dips into different genres and i respect that a lot like i i respect that i feel like people shouldn't be in a box but definitely jaylene um definitely doja cat i'm sorry i feel like <laughs> i love doja cat that's my girl so definitely doja cat Nicki minaj rihanna you know beyonce fuck it let's throw in beyonce in there definitely them that's the ultimate toy right there boom <laughs> bring out the girls we yes. love this i love the holy trinity so <laughs> what makes a perfect song to you i feel like what makes a perfect song is something that you approve you know i i don't feel like there isn't a perfect song unless you know what's ass but <laughs> i feel like if someone's gonna really show their crafts or their arts into their style of music that could be perfect you know like i don't just listen to hip-hop like i love listening to pop music i love listening to like that techno edm kind of music i don't know what genre that really is but something like more upbeat or a lot of lo-fi like hip-hop music oh i love that how will your music change the music industry i don't know if it would change the music industry but i feel like it could add something to it Mm -hmm. um I feel like I'm still finding myself in my music. I don't know what it is, but you know, I feel like what I add is definitely like a lot of, it, there is a lot of cockiness, but I feel like I haven't really showed myself a lot, like with the emotional state or showing like my serious um, type music. And with my album, I feel like hopefully like what i'm saying that brings it out on the songs okay i dig that now i know you said you're still finding yourself in your music but do you think you found yourself as a person yet i feel like we never really find ourselves (laughs) you know that's just life so i'm more of like just the go as you flow like you know i but i could definitely say like I'm building more confidence and I am finding myself piece by piece, you know? Um, I feel like there will be a day when I find it. I'm not looking for it, but when I do have like those flashback moments where I look back at things, yeah, I could definitely see growth and I could see a lot more confident. I love that. What does the person you've become today tell your younger self in retrospect? I would definitely say just to keep being who you are, you know, because without that, then I wouldn't be to where I'm at right now. You know, I wouldn't want to change a thing because I'm honestly happy where I'm at. But I mean, if I was able to go back and like find that cheat code to be famous and shit, I would definitely say that. But right now, you know, I'm I'm really, really happy to where I'm at. You know, I'm blessed to have gone through the things that I've gone through. I'm blessed enough to live throughout another day to be honest and still be able to have fun with my gaming and have fun with um my music and stuff like that absolutely 
what do you want your stamp on the music industry to be? <laughs> Just like, I feel like there's not a lot of gay artists that's big like that. Not a lot of representations of the community that we're in. And I would love to see that, but I feel like that's gonna be a, a very long battle because we live in a world where, ooh, excuse me, where our, uh, a lot of our rights and stuff, I feel like we're going backwards in our time right now. So I feel like not just from my stamp, I feel like if I was to ever get my stamp out there, I would love to put that, our community as a stamp as well, because not only did I make it, but people who are in my community or people who are in our community, like you guys are the ones that helped me get out there, you know? Right. So. I love yeah. that. And I will say this, like, if you are an artist or a rapper, I definitely want you to keep pushing yourselves and not to give up because we do live in a time to where I feel like we are either working way too fucking hard, but like, don't stress yourself because it's going to pay off eventually. You don't know when, but that shit's going to pay off. Absolutely. Um, I think people are so caught up in instant gratification and being you know, famous quickly and blowing up out of nowhere and having this meteoric, this meteoric success. Mm -hmm. And what they don't realize is a lot of people who are having these long careers that are maintaining longevity, most of them did not have that instant success. Yep. So, you know. I feel like a lot of people are not working as hard as well. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but a lot of people, are, we live in a whole new era mm -hmm. of internet. And let's just say, like, there is no more internet for everybody. Like, you're a nobody. So you need to work your ass off, not only through the internet, that's a definitely a tool that you could use. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you have to show yourself out in the public as well, because then people will know who you are. I agree. I think that there's this combination of people seeing so much instant success or what looks like to be instant success on the internet and seeing all these instant likes and seeing mm -hmm. somebody post something today and get 10,000 views tomorrow. And they think that that's just how it works now. And it's like, no, those mm -hmm. are the exceptions. Like Instagram, it's just a highlight reel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, God bless y'all, child. Mm. And may never be. You know what, <laughs> what, yeah. keeps hmm? what keeps you up at night? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> if you could say the thing that in your current state of being, would say stresses you out the most, causes you to lose the most sleep, worries you the most in your life right now. What would you say that aspect of your life is? 
Well, first I will say, I have, like, really bad insomnia. So, like, sometimes I can't sleep. But I would definitely say, like, putting, like, the music and everything to a side, it's more just, like, life. Because, like I said from the beginning, there's a lot of shit that's been going on, not just for myself, but a lot of people right now, like, the time that we are in. And, um... I feel like that stresses me out a lot too because I do worry about a lot of other things that are really not around me as much. So, uh, I try to like remember mm-hmm. like who I am. I try to not think way too much about it, but you know, I, I do want people to take more things seriously with what we are in right now because (laughs) I love mother nature I love earth and if we keep doing what we're doing to this earth one day she's just gonna give up so you know we really need to start making some differences and changes in the world completely feel you how are you protecting your peace nowadays music work but if i don't have music you know i do have a couple friends best friends that i get to talk to on a daily and these people actually helped me during those hard times to when i can't talk to nobody or i feel like i'm the one going insane and they help me like humble myself or they kind of like set me back into reality if that makes sense absolutely how do you want to be remembered? I just want to be remembered as somebody who is themselves, funny, somebody that's just like not scared. Like I, I just want to inspire. I don't know how, <laughs> but you know, I just want to be myself. That's all I could say. Is just you know, I feel like I don't want people to be stuck in doing like just one thing there's so many things out there that you could try out and I mean if you don't like it then you don't have to try it you know but at least you've done it for sure is there anything that you'd like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover in our conversation today um I feel like I told you like a lot about me Mm-hmm. I feel like I did tell you a lot. I'm not sure. <laughs> like, yeah. um, no, I, I think I pretty much covered everything, but I wanted to still like, there is certain things that I would love to talk on here, mm-hmm. but I feel like I should just express most of that in my album. Sure. As much as I want to say a lot of stuff, I'm just going to keep it on my album. <laughs> I think that's perfectly normal. I think that that's the best place to give your first expression of your rawest feelings. And then in venues like this, this is where you come and elaborate on that and come and give the full story of what you couldn't say in the music because you only have three minutes or two minutes or or a minute and 58 seconds as people are releasing songs now. Um, Yeah, so... 
you know, definitely when the new project comes out, I would love to have you back so that yes. we can see all of the new music and discuss, you know, how you've grown from Virgo to Digital Illusion and what was actually missing from the album cover. Mm-hmm. Wink. <laughs> you guys will definitely see it. But I will say this because um, it just brought up into my mind, but shout out to uh, Juju. You know, without him, me coming across this post, I wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have messaged me, I think. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to Juju for that because, you know, I've never done a podcast and this is my very first one. So shout out to you for reaching out to me and shout out to Juju as well. Thank you so much. Shout out to Juju. I love that guy so much. He's so awesome. He is a dope ass rapper. Let's just say that. So people need to stop playing with him too. <laughs> He is incredible. I love him a lot. Shout out to Juju Andon. Um, make sure you guys go and check out that episode. Um, me coming across him has actually introduced me to a lot of underground rappers. So big shout out to Juju, actually. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Um, my last question for you is what's next for you? And where can we find you and everything that you want to promote right now? Well, to make things easier, to find me, literally everything is gay Ron. G-A-Y-R-A-W-N. <laughs> um, I would definitely say, like, what you will see and what I'm trying to do is, you know, I'm trying to open up more and I'm trying to uh, do more things. I would love to do a music video. I would love to be more confident in front of the camera more and show myself more and, um, you know, play with those kind of things. Cause that's like the one thing that I haven't really played with. I'm still like nervous about doing like photo shoots and shit. Like, I just don't like showing myself sometimes. I don't know why I'm like that, but I am like that sometimes. Mm. But definitely um, music videos. I would love to do some more photo shoots. I would love to uh, put myself out there more. Okay. I absolutely love that. Now, on that note, children, that has been our show. Gayron has plenty of things to do. I'm sure he has a whole world to conquer. He has an album. To- <laughs> he has music videos to shoot. He has performances to do. He has video shoots to book and photo shoots to take over. So we got to let him get back to his day. <laughs> I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation. And I want to extend a special, special thank you to my guest, Gay Ron, for for blessing the podcast today. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And also shout out to you guys too. You know, um, like I said, you are my, the first person that ever uh, wanted to like interview me or podcast. And, you know, I feel like with your audience, you know, they're blessed to have someone like you because I feel like you could reach out to people on a certain level as well. So, you know, I feel like we just need to keep pushing ourselves. Shit, we don't know what's going to happen. I agree with that. And I feel like, you know, we're caught in a catch-22 when it comes to people where it's like, you know, you want people to have to 
to have experience or have followers or have this certain amount of something to be recognized as legitimate but then there aren't any there aren't any real opportunities to actually get those experiences and have those things happen so it's like if i'm going to like be a smaller podcast or like be an uh, up and coming podcast why would I not interview people that are on the come up with me you know what I'm saying I feel like yeah. I would you know I for me it's more fulfilling to be people's first interviews than just another one on their calendar like I love to be able to say like people who I can see being huge one day being as big as you know all these other folks out here I would like I love being able to say one day that I was their first interview like I think that is you know seeing people at their rawest moments in the in the beginning of their journeys is you know really the best snapshot of them because before people are famous you really get to see who they actually are mm -hmm. so I'll definitely say this when um when I drop my new album whenever that is and you are ready to interview me again I will definitely uh come through <laughs> All you got to do is hit me up. I'll be oh. in touch. <laughs> Regardless, once you come on the show, you're you're a friend of the show. So I always say you're more than welcome to come back at any time. I'm only a DM away. So just hit me up whenever. Um, plus, I like to stay in touch with my guests as much as possible. So it doesn't seem like, you know, we just, you know, had, had this one night stand and then just never spoke again. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Definitely. I try to be a gentleman. So, <laughs> yeah, you're more than welcome to come back at any time, and I'm sure we'll we'll be in touch along the way. So, okay, definitely. So this is definitely not a goodbye. It's just an until next time. <laughs> definitely. And speaking of until next times, I want to remind all of you guys out there listening, as I do every episode, to be real, stay in reality. And always, always bring the realness. I am Ryan James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message and misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye.